This is Health Matters with Robin Louise, sponsored by Michigan Primary Care Partners on WBRN. Health Matters is a paid program which does not reflect the opinions of the management of WBRN and the Big Rapids Radio Network. And now, here's Robin Louise. We've been talking with Dr. Singh and hearing some things from the past about headaches. And the last segment we were talking about at the end, we kind of touched on shingles. And if you get shingles in your head, it's a scary thing. Yeah, people might wonder, well, what's the connection between shingles and headaches? And let me tell you the difference. Rob is a person who never gets headaches, doesn't really understand what they're all about because he just doesn't experience them, whereas I get them all the time. However, when you came down with shingles, that was your headache time. Yeah, it was uh, it, it, because it, it happened. It started like in my eye area and start, and then it went up because shingles always have a distinct pattern. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a doctor, but... No, uh, but you talked to Dr. Yeah, Singh about this, I've and so that's how we know. heard that they have a distinct pattern. And a lot of times, people get shingles on your back. They get it on their hip, legs, or something like that, and they have a distinct pattern. This hit my eye at first, and at first I thought it was just like a speck of dirt or something in my eye. And then I just, you know, you're picking at it, and you think, oh, I got an eye infection mm-hmm. because your eye gets it. But then it... Uh, it went into shingles, and it went into my forehead and up into my scalp, and it had that distinct pattern, so you knew what it was, but I didn't at first, obviously, and I started getting these really bad <laughs> headaches, and uh, they were, and I couldn't, I, I was sensitive to light because it was where, it, I mean, it was like my my apartment at the time was like, Elvis. I had, you know, the windows darkened out. I mm-hmm. put tinfoil up in the windows so that light couldn't get in there. The only light that I had for probably about three or four days in my entire apartment, I left the TV on in the living room so that the TV would have the light. That would be light that I could walk around and see around things and stuff like that. But any more light than that inside there, and I, and I couldn't handle it. So that was my headache experience with with shingles and so hopefully shingles i mean i hope you don't get it anywhere because the nerve endings and stuff they last for so long when you have that i mean i had that for a while even after the um would be could the breakout Mm -hmm. went away um i still had you know the nerve endings and stuff like that was was still really hurtful with headaches and things like that it would come up for probably about a year year and a half yeah, yeah, that I had that. So. And I think that's something like that. That shows how important it is to see your physician when you experience headaches. People get so used to having headaches. I mean, I have some sort of a headache almost every day. Why are you looking at me when you say that? Well, I do live with you. Yeah, That's um, why <laughs> you said I don't get headaches, but I am a carrier. <laughs> but headaches, people get so used to them and they just try to deal with them. When you have 
headaches that happen all the time, chronic headaches, severe headaches, that's definitely a time to not manage it on your own, not just look up information and assume you know what the problem is. Headaches can be symptoms of other things, and so you always need to check with your physician when you have something like that. But headaches, you know, mine range from tension to sinus to all of that weather, uh, you know, and this time of year, you find that people who have headaches that are caused by allergies or sinus issues, the weather just affects you. And I love the fall, but the fall I find is the worst time. It doesn't for, love you. It does not love me. <laughs> the worst time for headaches. And, and you know, I can relate to anyone that's suffering from any type of headache because it just affects the rest of your body, your system, how you handle things, how you deal with things. Yeah. And this time of year, it's, uh, you know, like you were saying, you know, you need to see your doctor. Uh, we talked about the flu last week and we, we were discussing flu season getting here and how people, you know, are getting flu shots and things like that. But I have a new poll that was just out that says 90% of us go to work with a cold or flu symptoms yeah. at least some of the time. Yeah. I understand that because obviously if you take off work, I mean, when you wake up in the morning, you might not feel so good or something like that unless it hits you the night before or something, you don't you don't realize it's it. It's too late to call into work. Right. Or you, you feel like that you... Oh, it's just if you take off and then then you find out that you're just dancing around to the Price is Right uh, logo <laughs> thing when it's playing, you know. You, you know you can power through it, yeah, right? and that's what I mean. But then you're getting your coworkers, you know, infected yeah. and stuff. And that's the bad thing because that's when it starts going like in circles. But a new poll found that 90% of us go to work with cold or flu symptoms at least some of the time, including a full third who said they always do, no matter how sick they are. Mm. Only 11% of us never go to work with cold or flu symptoms. And, you know, if you don't go to work, you know all your... Yeah, it doesn't matter. So all your coworkers are going to think you're faking it anyway. <laughs> you know, they're going to say that. But they're going to be happy if you don't go in with that. The number one reason we show up sick is we feel like there's just too much work to do. 54% of the people in the survey said that that's one of the reasons they still mm -hmm. go in. Where it's lucky for us, because if we have a, like a strep throat or a cold or something, we can't do our jobs. Yeah. We can't talk. We, you know, if you, we, but we both have gone in when you didn't have a voice or something like that. Well, that's because you're my driver, and if you're <laughs> sick, you have to come in anyway. <laughs> You do have a license, you know, and you do know how to drive. Yeah, but I've forgotten how. <laughs> uh, the study also looked at cities where people are most likely to show up to work sick. Charlotte, Miami, 96% uh, of the people said that they would go to work with symptoms at least sometimes in those cities. And the rest of the top five are Austin, Texas, Chicago, Illinois, and Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> Those are the ones that uh, said that they would go in sick. So, Well, getting back to headaches, because you're talking about people going into work sick, mm -hmm. and because of the number, the sheer number of people who have headaches on a regular basis, you know, you don't know if that headache has to do with a virus that's going to get other people sick, or if it's sinus and it's not, it's just because of the weather, you know, 
you're just trying to figure it out on your own, and you shouldn't mm -hmm. because that's what doctors are for. Um, when we're talking about how common headaches are, nearly everyone has a headache occasionally, this according to the World Health Organization. When they occur repeatedly, they're a symptom of headache disorder, and that's either tension, headaches, uh, recent stress. Stress, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, this kind affects one-third of men over one-half of women, and less well-recognized is the toll of headache disorders characterized by a very frequent headache. Up to one adult in 20 has a headache every or nearly every day, mm. you know? Uh, migraines, which is a different kind of cluster of headaches, one adult in every seven, very common with those people. Migraine usually affects those aged between 35 and 45 years, but can trouble much younger people, including children. Um, and the most people suffering from headaches, according to the World Health Organization, uh, they say that effective treatment requires no expensive equipment, tests, or specialists. A lot of times, it can be mostly and rightly managed with your primary health care. So it can be taken care of by having awareness of the problem. This is how you manage things, and this is how you work with your doctor to figure out what this headache's all about. Awareness of the problem correct diagnosis, avoidance of mismanagement, lifestyle modifications, and informed use of cost-effective pharmaceutical remedies if those are prescribed to you. So, you know, it's real logical how to deal with it, but people just try to power through. Yeah, if you and, and if you have a stress headache and you stay home and your headache goes away, then you know that the job is what's causing your stress. <laughs> so... You can self-diagnose that way. I'm just saying, you know, if you do stay home because you have a headache, you know. Uh, if you feel better, well, then there well, you go. Well, and I know a lot of people who have suffered with migraine headaches and things like that. And that's almost like what the shingles thing was sure. because of light. People are sensitive to light, different variances of light and stuff like that. Some might, might be sunlight, some artificial lights, you know, that just give them problems. Now, WebMD says you're talking about uh, you know, just going to work regardless, toughen it out. Doctors don't suggest this, even though half of the respondents to a WebMD survey said they do try to tough out their headaches because they think they can just do it. 46% say they tough out their headaches, yet more than 9 out of 10 physicians say, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I get that. I get it because when I had the shingles headaches that were going on because it was in my eye, um, it was tough for me to hold my head up. If you have headaches like that, I mean, I understand. I mean, you, how would you drive into work? You can't hardly sit up straight if you have headaches that bad. Yeah. Uh, the doctors say treat your headache and treat it early. Eight out of ten physicians suggest that uh, because they say oftentimes medications work better when you take them at the early onset of a headache. It just, especially migraines, it just takes longer uh, to work if you wait. Another reason to treat headaches as opposed to just trying to tough it out, you miss out on too many things. Two out of three headache sufferers say uh, because of their headaches, they miss out on things like you know, family trips, events for your kids, uh, things that you want to do. And finally, do not forget about how important sleep is in keeping headaches at bay 
or helping them. Seven out of 10 sufferers say mild to moderate headaches were triggered by lack of sleep, and doctors often say that that's indeed the case. More than nine out of 10 consumers say they believe rest helps to relieve their headaches. So if you're not getting enough sleep, that might trigger a headache. Once you do have a headache, I always talk about, you know, when the weather's in my face Mm -hmm. and I just can't even, you know, look or breathe, I say, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm going to sleep it off. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes that helps, at least in some form, just getting the rest. Well, you did that on a family trip. You had a headache and you couldn't go to SeaWorld. You stayed at at the motel and slept. Headaches are terrible. Yeah, so you missed out on uh, seeing uh, Shamu. (laughs) <laughs> but Just the thing is... Knew. Oh, wait a minute. Were you faking it? I was not oh. fake. Yeah, I'm going to sit in a small hotel room. And well, there was a pool there. I with, didn't with go palm swimming. trees. I wasn't swimming. I didn't right. go out. Because when you have headaches, I didn't want to go out in the heat. Yeah. That makes them worse. I mean, everybody's headaches are different. And that's, once again, that's the reason that you need to talk to a physician, especially if you have headaches all the time. If you just think that's a regular way of life, you need to make sure that it isn't something that you can solve through, you know, something that your doctor recommends, that it isn't a symptom of something else. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many reasons to have headaches. Okay, we're going to kind of switch gears here, but not really, because you can... You know, if you drink too much, you can mm. wake up with a hangover that headache. That is true. That's and those a headache. Aren't, those aren't fun either. Now, I've had those. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, not a whole lot. But, you know, you do have those. And now this says uh, it's not easy keeping track of your phone, keys, wallet, or anything else. You know, especially if you've had too much uh, mm, partying right. the night before. Let's Adult just say beverages. That. Yes. And it turns out the stuff you lose when you have been drinking and when you're drunk, it really adds up. According to a new study, the average American loses $193 worth of stuff when they're drunk. You're kidding me. Every year. <laughs> wow. How many times are people getting that drunk? <laughs> Holy moly. That's amazing. The things we are most likely to lose are our phone. Yeah. Our keys. I lose that when I'm sober and in the middle of the workday. And cash. Those are the things. Well, I don't know if you lose it. You probably just spend it and don't And don't realize it. Yeah. But one one out of 10 people have lost something that has sentimental value to it, and 14% have lost friends. That that's just because of things that you kind of do. Yeah, with that. you don't misplace them; you irritate them. Yeah, but that is that now that is, it, the hangover headache is one kind of headache that is completely avoidable. <laughs> you, <laughs> yes, it is. That's up to you and what choices that uh, you decide to make. Well, a lot of times headaches have a lot to do with choices. Whether it's you know if you're working too much and you don't reduce the stress, if you don't get enough sleep at night, uh, your food choices. You know, you can talk to your doctor about all of the things that trigger headaches food-wise. And I have talked to Dr. Singh about that. He asked me if I had headaches one time, and I said, not until I get your bill. And <laughs> that, that is when true. the headache kind of just sets in, you know? <laughs> you know the, the foods that trigger headaches, um, red wine, you know, 
chocolate, and, all oh, the good well, things. Oh, well, that explains your headaches then. We understand <laughs> that. Now, no need for you to go to the doctor. I just described it. There's always a need for me to check in with the doctor. <laughs> but you really need to pay attention to what your medical professional tells you because if there's any way that you can you can stave off these things that affect your full day. It affects your day, how you relate to your friends, your coworkers, whether you're able to get work done, whether you're able to sleep. I mean, and it just starts a huge cycle of unpleasant days. Some things can tell you uh, when it's coming on, when it's about to happen. If you get an 11 uh, right over your That's nose, really true. you get the 11. I get the 11. And then, uh, and then you, you just... You, you someone asks you a question and it's <laughs> they're right down your uh, right down your throat and you really do need to talk to your doctor about what triggers headaches because i mean some lists include things like bananas and beans and chocolate and corn citrus citrus fruits uh, cultured dairy products nuts onions tomatoes i mean things that you would think these are common trigger foods not for everyone but for some people so you really need to Check in with your doctor and see what is going to affect me. Yep. And that's going to wrap things up for us for uh, another week of Health Matters. Thank you uh, very much. We hope we didn't uh, induce a headache. I don't know. I have to go because I do have a headache. All right. We'll see you next time on Health Matters. This is Health Matters with Robin Louise, sponsored by Michigan Primary Care Partners on WBRN. Health Matters is a paid program which does not reflect the opinions of the management of WBRN and the Big Rapids Radio Network.